Hello, people. Welcome to this espresso shot of the Idea Talks podcast. Hope you're well. This is our espresso shot episode, which is short, sharp, to the point, a dose of something to help charge you, as espresso does, and just to hang out and chill out with you all. So today we're going to be talking about um, patience, God's patience. Um, I will say a phrase which I got from um, something I was doing this week. I can't remember the exact scripture that got us here. But as we were talking through um, this, and shout out to DDK and anyone else who was part of it, um, the Heartwork course, we spoke about God's patience. And we were looking at several scriptures, and it was just such a wonderful flow. And we deduced that God's patient is patient. You know, when we start looking at scriptures and sort of, you know, replacing words with who God is, replacing, you know, phrases with who God's God is. And it's like God's patience is patient. You know, God is long suffering and his patience is actually patient. So not only like does God have patience, but his patience is actually patient, if that makes sense. Um, I hope it does to you. But really, as I started, you know, I, I went away from that and, you know, just kind of was like, okay, meditating on it, you know. And then yesterday or maybe two days ago, um, I just had this thought in my mind, which was clearly from God. And he was just comparing it to something else. And immediately I remembered about God's patience being patient. And I was like, wow, God, this is this is so good. Like, I've never looked at it from this perspective. I've never looked at you know, looked at what he was showing me from that perspective. But before I go into that example specifically, um, just thinking about God's patience and how naturally, you know, as human beings, we tend to be in a rush to do things. We want to get things done quickly. We want to, you know, get this done, get that. And we live in a very fast paced environment right now compared to like, you know, when some of us were growing up X number of years ago, things weren't really this fast paced, but now everything is really quick. Everything is instant. Our, our frame of mind is tended to be everything being instant. Think about it. Like, you know, you, you, you go to work, most of your work perhaps is on email and it's like, people may email and it's like, reply to my email. Like there's a, there's a, there's always a sense of urgency or there's a sense of this, this, do this now, all of that. And, you know, even for us in, in the kingdom, there's also a sense of urgency because what's happened is a lot of us are not, um, a lot of us are behind time. So often we get these really urgent seasons or we've procrastinated and we're in a position where there is now a sense of urgency to do things or, you know, all of that. So I'm not saying, um, you know, there's no need for <laughs> the urgency of getting things done or, you know, all of that um, when the Lord says so. The real thing is that we need to um, walk with God and then therefore we understand his rhythm. We need to obey him swiftly. And actually, if we do things when he tells us to do them, if we're in const on constant you know, rhythm with him, then we won't be in this position where we're just feeling rushed sometimes, you know, and, and all of that. So there's that. Because sometimes if we do things too quickly, um, you know, you're birthing an Ishmael, <laughs> as they would say. Um, and I love uh, my, my one of my mentors did a, a fantastic talk on it, like maybe two, three weeks ago, um, about, you know, releasing things too quickly all of that. And then sometimes we don't do things on time. I feel like it's usually the latter. We just, you know, sleep on things, etc. But I think where we really see God's patience play out in our lives is when we 
we we want something we desire something and god has given us that desire but he needs for us to wait there's a process that he he needs us to be ready for the thing you know and and i think they're very different you know many schools of thought um even within ministry trust me i've heard people kind of go against or not go against but kind of speak from a perspective of like mm, waiting on god all this waiting 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 and i think sometimes we use waiting on god as an excuse to not do things and we need to understand what to, what to wait means that'll be a whole other podcast but what what waiting means it doesn't mean don't do anything but i think really when that god's patience becomes a not problem but becomes a bit of a struggle for us is when we want something now, we want something instantly, but God is like, I'm going to give this thing to you because I'm the one that put this desire in your heart, but you are not, you're not where you need to be to receive it in its best form. Um, or there's some things I need to actually give you first before you get those things, but you don't realize you need those things, you know? So sometimes we get impatient with, you know, wanting it now it's like oh god i've been waiting on you for this thing i'm in pain you know we're just like waiting 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 um but we just you know we get impatient with god and that's where we struggle with patience but what we need to remember is that god you know those things that we want first of all he desire he's all about the desire in our heart and he probably he not probably he wants them more for us more than we even want them for ourselves so it's really kind of having that perspective as he always has our best interest more than we even have our best interest in mind you know and he's always there to give us the best so that process or that whatever we may consider to be the weight um you know as long as it's not a you know call it quote unquote demonic delay but that's a completely different um podcast but you know as long as it's not anything negative like that and it's you know it's God taking us through that weight process or that whole not a weight like we're not doing anything but just in, in taking us through the like okay I'm going to give this to you but just you know walk with me on this journey um we're like no God I want this now it's instant and we think we're ready and we're trying to rush God and all of that but he wants those things more than we even want them first of all Second of all, is we need to remember that God is patient with us. We can't choose when we want God to be patient, if that makes sense. Um, That's really up to God in a sense. But, um, you know, he's patient with us. He's long-suffering. I'm going to read quickly from Psalm 103, verses 8 said, The Lord is compassionate and merciful, very patient, full of faithful love. Now, think about this when we now see this we're like god thank you oh gosh you are compassionate you are merciful ah god you're so merciful because really if i should have received what i was to receive for you know whatever reason but god you're merciful and we now say god you're patient because you waited for me in the sense that even when maybe i did this wrong or you've been telling me to do something and I haven't done it, or you've been telling me not to do something, or you were even calling me onto yourself, and I was still like, no, God, I just want to do this. I want to live. You waited. For, you were patient. You didn't even say, ah, because you know, um, this this girl is behaving this way. Therefore, I'm going to do. I'm going to leave her. I'm going to do that. You actually waited through the process of, you know. Whether some of you or whether some of you were like me, maybe when you were, you know, in the world, you thought you had your life figured out, you're going to do this, do that. You know, God was just there, you know, giving you signs in your life here and there, you know, but we took our time. God was patient. His patience was patient. 
you know, but yet in those moments where we really feel like we want something now, God, I'm ready. I'm ready for God. Can you not see? I'm ready for it. And God is like, there's still step one. You just need to take two more steps I need you to take before I give this thing to you. And I need to prepare you for it. You know, let's just say, let me just use an example of marriage. Cause that's the one that I know that, you know, I can relate to personally and I'm getting quite personal here. I can relate to, I know a lot of people, you know, people I know can relate to as well. Let's just say hypothetically, there was somebody, you know, and the Lord was going to give um, you know, this this person that the, the Lord had, you know, has been preparing this woman for um, and preparing the man for, basically. So these people, you know, maybe the man is going to be or um, was going to be, ooh, actually, let me use this example. So a king, right? Because we recently, there was recently a coronation of a, a sort of millennial king in, in one of the states in, in Nigeria, right? And so that was quite, you know, widespread, all of that. Now, I don't know these people personally. I, I know a lot of people that know them, actually one that knows one of them pretty well, uh, one of my close friends, but you know, all of that, but let's just say like, right. So let's assume, you know, this, these are the people God is preparing, right. Preparing God is preparing them before them, you know, before they met all of that, preparing them separately. Right. And God has said, okay, these people are going to be, you know, they're, they're going to be ordained to marry. Right. But in order to be a, a, a queen, right. And where you're running, you're literally a queen. It's not like you're a queen, like, you know, how I say, Oh, I'm a queen and not all of that. You're actually a queen in that you are royalty. Right. So in order to be that, right. You know, um, God is like, ah, I need to actually prepare these things in you, but the person, you know, um, I'm sure the, 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 oh, I don't know the title. I'm sure the Olori, <laughs> right. Didn't when she was, 10 years old. I don't know. Maybe God gave her a picture or whatever, but sometimes we don't know this is what we're going to be or where we're going to find ourselves when we're older. But as God is molding us, as we're growing up, he's putting certain things in our, he's refining certain parts of our character. He's He's putting certain things in our, we're leaning into certain things. So, you know, you're leaning into things where you demonstrate more leadership. You're leaning into, you know, how to walk in your authority in Christ. You're leaning into different aspects of things, right? So I'm just giving this example so somebody is going to hold such a position they obviously need to have certain characteristics about themselves and great leadership and all of that right so through the process of their growing up with the lord would have been putting all of this in them and as you know so it might even be that ah, you're waiting you might be a lady out there you're waiting you be like and god is like the person i have in mind for you has this you know this is what i've called him to or something else or this is, you know, a, he has loads of, let's just say he has loads of companies and this, this. So obviously you're going to walk together in building and the Lord is like, in that job you have right now, I need you to learn leadership. I need you to learn. And when I say learn leadership, I need you to even learn it my way, not the way of the world. So I'm actually giving you ground to practice in quote unquote, I don't like saying secular, but let's just say a secular environment to practice those things, to learn what to do, what not to do, and to walk with me so that you learn how to walk me with me in everyday business, you know, um, whatever it is, but we don't see the full, we don't see that, right? And we're constantly like, God, I'm just waiting. And often God might even give us a glimpse of something in the future, but we don't really catch it because we're so focused on what we want now. But God's patience is actually patience because even through our process of being impatient, the Lord is still patient with us because, you know, 
<laughs> this is why this is why God is not like us. Because like a human being can be like, you might maybe somebody wants something from you and they're just bugging you and they're not being patient, patient, and you're just like, in fact, leave me alone. I'm not giving it to you again. You know, as a human being, you could just be like, but God's patient is patient regardless, right? And one thing we need to know about God and his processes is when we don't pass a test that he wants to refine us. So, you know, let's just say, you know, there's a there's something he wants to refine in someone's character and there's a test or something that's put before them um, and they don't quite, you know, quite kind of really hit the mark or or get it. God is going to make you go through that again. And it's not a punishment. It's not from a punishment or from a suffering perspective. It's more because he's really trying to refine that. And he will probably make all the conditions possible. He'll kind of almost bring you to the point. I don't know if this ever happened to you where you've something's happened to you. And like afterwards, you're like, that was actually a test. And the God's like, yeah, it was. You didn't do quite well. This is what you need to work on, etc. So he's actually let you know afterwards that ah, it was a test, though. So you know, you know, FYI, you know, and then he begins to do little things to help you to be conscious of it. Is it a test? Maybe you should read this book, maybe you should study this person a little bit, learn from them or listen to this. It will help you. You know, so he gives you those things and then the test comes by again and you recognize that has ah, a test. Or even if you don't recognize because you've, 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 um, you know, you've walked with him on how to grow, be, you know, be better that he just, you know, um, he just is like it just happens and you pass it seamlessly you know he'll say study this person in the bible or read this part of the scripture see what see what paul did when this happened to him like you know or, or you're reading the uh, the word and the god lord god is like this is exactly what we went through two days ago and you're like yes god i know wow you know so allow god to really really you know journey journey with god allow yourself to journey with god this is now not an espresso shot. This is like two cappuccinos and a latte. <laughs> but hey, right? But allow yourself to really journey with God and allow the, his patience. You know, there's a scripture that says, let patience, I'm paraphrasing, have its perfect work. I even remember where it is. But let let it have its perfect work because it's it's there to perfect you. So that whole process he's bringing you through to, to bring you into that perfection of preparing you for where you need to be. Um, as, as I said, when I started talking about this, I was saying, how there were things there was something that the lord dropped in my mind and i was like okay and then it went back to the phrase of god's patient is patient and the lord said to me um i think i was watching something or i was somewhere i was away for a few days uh, somewhere somewhere nice <laughs> and um the lord said like he was talking about i think i was thinking about vintage cheese i was watching something and we're talking about like I'm not foodie like that, but they're talking about vintage cheese. And, you know, vintage cheese is actually pretty expensive. Like if you if you're a cheese person, you will know that like, you know, there's certain cheeses that are super expensive. Right. So vintage cheese is really expensive. It's, you know, so your your regular like, you know, let's just say Tesco or Kroger <laughs> or ShopRite. I'm trying to include all the continents I normally go to. Right. Kroger, Tesco, or, um, oh my gosh, I can't even remember any of the grocery stores in America except Kroger. Okay, anyway, any of those places, right? Um, Walgreens, right? So your your regular cheddar cheese from all those places, right? You know, 
is is fine. It's, it's okay, right? It's it's okay. But when you now start going to specialist stores that do their cheese, you'd find that the older cheese, you know, in certain conditions, you know, the, is more expensive, right? Um, I think I was I was um I think I was watching something and they saw them doing like a smoked salmon and they're saying how like you know obviously you can get the the cheap smoked salmon which doesn't really smoke properly or they don't do any smoking thing it doesn't go through a natural smoking process but this whole the process of like the proper i think it was irish smoked salmon um was like you know it went through like it's you know they're showing like how it's properly smoked and it dries for a certain number of hours or days or something you know that's why i was thinking okay cheese as well i thought oh, yeah cheese has this process where it could be something something vintage cheese it's way more expensive same thing with wine right wine goes through um a process of like you know, um, the, the more, the longer the wine, like, you know, if it's a wine from 19, I don't know, something, something, it will tend to be more expensive than the wine that was done in 2020 or whatever. It just is more vintage and more exclusive. And God was like, this is, this is where my patients, you know, compare this to my patients having its perfect work. Vintage cheese, wine, all the, they're more like, they're more expensive. They're more prestigious because there's a marinating that happens. You know, it lets it like, there's a marinating of the flavors that happens within it, that it captures, the whole thing captures and embodies the flavor and is full. You know, I'm not wine drink. I don't drink water. I don't drink. But like, I know when people talk about wine, they talk about sometimes like red wine. They talk about the full, you know, the, the fullness of the wine. And that happens from wine that's, older and has had time to marinate so that is part of when he was like my, my patience is that so I'm taking you through the process sometimes of that and it's not a process such that ah oh gosh you're going to suffer all of this it's like you're actually walking um, with him on that journey and he's bringing something into fruition even though he's made he's made your promise and you know you might not see that promise right now but you if, if, if you actually allow him to, to, you know, allow him to show you, he will actually show you so that you would, ha you know, show you as you have the faith for it, he will actually show you what the promise is. But, and you actually receive it because faith is now. So you actually receive that thing, right? Even though like it might not be the person is, you're going to see the person next week and all of that, but you know, because sometimes you start to log on to God is preparing me for something great. And he will, as you walk with him on that journey, he'll actually begin to show you hints and things you need to do. So, you know, this husband, let's just say that's going to be a king or something. He's telling you, this is how you need to pray for him. This like, you might not even have met the guy yet physically. He's just like, this is pray for him, pray for this, pray for his family, pray for, you know, so don't neglect that process. God's patience is patient. As I said, this is now two cappuccinos, two lattes, and a macchiato. The espresso was had with three minutes in. But I really hope this episode blessed you. Take care and God bless. Remember that God's patience is patient. All right. Bye.